0: just always for the phone. Buy low, sell high. Fear, that's the other guy's problem. Biz Talk Radio is proud to bring you Investor's Edge with Gary Koltbaum. Straight talk about you and your money. You can reach Gary now at 877-747-EDGE. That's 877-747-3343. Here is your host, Gary Koltbaum. And welcome once again to Investor's Edge. I'm Gary Kolf. your host, a. Thanks for being with us today. Always glad you're here. Happy with your presence. Normally, when we do a holiday show like today or an educational show, we do not give you a date. But since we're being specific on the type of show, and it may be or may get quite timely in the next year, we're giving you the date. We are taping this show on Saturday, August 17th, 2019. And we are going to talk about the markets for the whole show. We are going to talk specifically on this show, conditioning of markets, markets conditioning your psyche, and condition you to not act in kind. And what we mean by that is, if you have listened to this show forever, we care about one little thing, staying lockstep or one step ahead. Of the markets. You always hear me say things like, markets setting up to do this, markets are setting up to do that. That sentence is not happenstance. In the study of 100 years of markets, markets set up to go bullish, markets set up to go bearish, sectors set up to go bullish, sectors set up to go bearish. Stocks do the same. Now, since we've had 10 years, not uninterrupted, but where we've never had what we call a decent amount of bear market pain the classic bear markets today's show is about bear markets and it's simple simple reason why we're doing this today because everybody is conditioned that we will never ever ever go through another serious bear market again because Nobody can even remember one, even though just 10 years ago, we had a monstrous global bear market. Everybody's conditioned for the central banks around the globe to save the day. And till this day, they're still at it. Just this week, our president jawboning our Fed to lower rates, which they're going to do. We've had 750 rate cuts since Lehman Brothers. We have negative rates in Europe And they are coming out in September to lower them even more. Even though, let me repeat, rates are negative. There will be more printing of money. And there's been about $20 of that around the globe. So we worry. The last two bear markets were gargantuan. Why? Because we believe central banks intervened with easy money for too long, causing bubbles. And you know what happens to bubbles? They do pop. And now this one, we have never seen in our history. What our central banks have done create money out of thin air europe is now talking about using money out of thin air to buy up the stock market where is the logic in any of this i don't know but that's not our point today our main point today is on how to prepare for it what you will see at the outset of it and will wind your way through how bear markets work knowing when we ever we go into one again, we will not know at the outset how long it lasts or how far it goes. But we do know by precedent certain things will occur. So first off, let me state the worry is everybody's condition that the central banks will be there to stop any problems. And they have been. We get it. We had a 20% three-month drop in the fourth quarter of 18. Central bank came in, changed their stance, market bottom immediately. We had a 10% correction just about three months ago. Came in, changed their stance again. Market bottomed again. The real question is how long it's going to last. Where markets listen to these people. So number one on the hit parade. Bull markets condition people into believing nothing bad will ever happen. The longer the bull market, the more conditioning there is. The more the bull market and longer the bull market... The thought process is, no worries. That's what markets do. So to start off, how will we ever know if we are reverting from a bull market to a bear market? Well, it's pretty simple. Back last year, before the market dumped 20% and then the central bank saved it. Every day, we, and we don't expect you to, but there are places to find these numbers. But every day we scan 1,500 stocks. 200 sectors just about every country and every day we're able to keep lists of things that are in uptrends things that are in downtrends things that are not trending and we keep numbers on this not just on how many but where you've heard me for the last year talk about avoid energy and energy remains in a bear market avoid most foreign markets most foreign markets remain bearish Avoid most commodities. Remain bearish. We had bearish in gold and silver, but in the last few months we reverted to a new bull. That'll be for the next time. So we watch all these stocks and all these sectors, and we have a list. And we add them up. And we see what sectors are leading, what are already bearish. And it's pretty simple at that point. The more names that break support... ...and turn into downtrends, the fewer and fewer names that hold up tells us something's amiss. Could be just a correction. As we stated earlier, we don't know. We don't know how long something lasts or how far it goes. Just want to stay in lockstep or a step ahead. There's no way of knowing six months out, 12 months out, regardless of what Wall Street and all the pundits tell you. So what you will see... And what you will hear from us is there goes another 30 stocks, broke support. Support, what do you mean by support, Gary? Well, the 50-day moving averages, for starters. And without having to be too technical, all the 50-day moving averages is price. Add up the last 50 days, the closes, and divide by 50, and you have a smoothed out line. Throughout 100 years of history, that was the first important point. Why? Because nothing good could happen. If you're trading below this line, impossible to have an uptrend when you're trading below. Impossible. Now, it doesn't mean you're going to crash. It does not mean the world's going to end. It may just stay below the line and turn back up eventually. But for starters, trading below the 50-day, that's your first line because your uptrend for that second is over. For that second. We've seen plenty of times stocks go up 50%, break the 50-day, sit around for three months, and then resume. But that's number one. And may I state about as important a point we will make to you as we go through these educational series. Up next. What next? I'll have that and more. This is the one only investors edge. It's time to switch on the integrator units and get the brain cells working. You're listening to... Hey, this promises to be fun. Investor's Edge. The last bastion of quality programming. With Gary Kaltbaum. It doesn't get better than this. And welcome once again to Investor's Edge. Thanks for being with us today. Educational show today. Bull markets turning into bear markets. So the first thing's first. The more names break the 50-day, the tougher the market's going to be. And every day we have these legal pads, and we write them up, and we can really tell the market by where the major indices are in relation to the 50-day and average stock. Now, here's a very important point. The major indices will hold up while so many stocks break below this very important area and break support. Why would that be? Because when the market turns defensive, it buys up defensive. And you know what defensive is? The biggest of big names, the most liquid names, the Dow names. So those major indices stay up. But as more and more stocks and more and more sectors start breaking, eventually under the weight of all those stocks breaking, the major indices come down. Now, right now, there's some issues. All the major indices are below the 50-day. But guess what happened before that? We've been talking to you about how the Russell 2000, the MidCap 400, transports foreign markets we're all very bare so a lot of things underneath the surface at this juncture not working that's how markets top but again we don't know how much so if eighty percent of the markets trading above the 50 day and then it turns into 70 it's a sign 60 a bigger sign 50 a bit you get the point so it is that point in time where it's the uh-oh moment again does not have to turn into the end of the world But we know by precedent, that's how tops occur. And it just so happened in the fourth quarter, which we nailed for you of 2018, because it was a classic top. Central banks came in to save the day towards late December. But what happens when markets get in trouble like this? More and more names. More and more leading names. Currently, as we get towards late August 2019 right now, there's about 50, maybe even more names, leading growth names, that have broken support and even worse. So fewer and fewer the leading growth names, another sign of trouble, are occurring right now. That's another part of the equation. But how do people feel? Market, the major indices are down 6%, small caps down about 10 transport's 11 How do people feel right now? How do people feel when markets do top... From the get-go off of a bear a bull market that's lasted a long time how do they feel they're cool do you know why conditioning they are conditioned into believing it's a correction no worries we're good it's just a correction but mind you those that are heavy into energy stocks were saying that 12 months ago and a lot of energy names are down 50 60 percent if not more just remember that there are a whole host of names u.s steel is down 70 80 percent in the last year as i speak in late august 2019 u.s steel an owner of u.s steel a year ago i bet you they thought it was just a correction guess what and that's why we always say when something breaks the 50 day it's at that point you must have it up on review and watch it more closely because it's a potential start of a top of consequence so it's at this point where most people are cool. That's a correction. We've had a good bull market. It's normal. Everything's fine. And what are the pundits saying on TV? It's just a correction. Don't worry. Everything's okay. Market's cheap. It's a value. We're good. And I get it, and we get it. It is just a correction at that point in time. But we measure underneath the surface. And again, as we speak to you now, in August 2019, we can tell you that the major indices down 5, 6% from the highs, small and mid caps are down 10, transport's 10, but there are some things down 20, 30, and 40, and there's some foreign markets down in the 30s. So we know underneath the surface, not as healthy as some would believe when they just see the bigger indices down 5 or 6%, but that's how we go into bear markets. Again, doesn't mean we will, but that's the start of the bear. Nobody believing it's a bear. Everybody telling me it's just a correction. And the reality is at that point in time, that's all it is. But just for the sake of this show, we're going into a bear market. And we want to describe for you the things that happen next. Because everybody thinking the correction, uh uh-oh. See, part of bull markets of the conditioning is A, margin. People are borrowing money to buy stocks, so you have a lot of leverage in the system. B, I'm not selling. It's just a correction. Get where I'm going with this. And then C happens. C, another leg down. The major indices are down 10 11%, the big guys. The small and mid-cap indices are down 15%. A bunch of leading stocks are in the 20s. How did the masses feel then? The same way. Why? Well, for the past 10 years, we've had a bunch of 15% corrections. So they're good. And the pundits and the people on Wall Street are out telling you the same thing. We're good. Up next, the next letdown and some facts to consider. I'm Gary. This is The One Only Investors Ed listening to America is talking. Investor's Edge. he got be pleased with that. The crowd is just on his feet here. He's a Cinderella boy. With Gary Cobham. Some highly recommended. You're going to feel better if you talk to him. And welcome once again to Investor's Edge. So we are doing educational shows. This is a two-part, two days of bull markets turning into bear markets and all the characteristics. And we're not calling – we're doing this show in August of 2019. These two days. We're not calling for anything. We're just letting you know we've had 10 years without a real bear market and we do believe it's the central banks that have prevented it and we do worry of the next bear market that they can't control is going to be much bigger because our study of asset bubbles and what happened in 07 and 08 in 2000 but we'll keep our fingers crossed. So we've been telling you we just got to the point where well now the major indices the big guys are now down 10%. They finally got to the areas that are more defensive. As we said earlier, when the market goes defensive, you know where the money flows? Out of risk areas and it buys up Procter and Gamble. Procter and Gamble's in the Dow. Holds up the Dow better. So one of the main characteristics is if you have to be invested, you get as defensive as defensive can be. Typically, but not 100%, food, beverage, utilities, Household products, those type of things. Very liquid stuff. Drugs. So we're down 10%, major indices, but we've seen it plenty of times before in the past 10 years, as we do the show in August of 2019. So we're good. And people are on TV the pundits, not talking about the fact at that point the Russell 2000s in the 20s or the mid-caps or the foreign markets in the 30s and so many stocks that have been hit so hard. They're talking the Dow S&P and they're down 10, 11. But we know at that point the average stock is 15, 18. So when you see 10 or 11 and you look at your account and it's down 18, you now know why. Of course, unless you own Duke Energy or a Procter and Gamble type. Or a Hershey's. Though Hershey's had their bear markets in the past. But everybody's cool. But then something happens. Remember how we discussed the 50-day moving average? That nothing good can happen with with an asset price if it's below the 50-day, but not necessarily bad. All bull markets ride above an ascending 50-day. Well, there's something called the 200-day average. And for us... That is what is known as a long-term moving average. You add up the last 200 days and their closes and you divide by 200 and you have an even more smooth outline. For us, that's the major league point. Because not only are you below the 50-day where nothing good can happen, but not necessarily bad can will happen, because so many times we've seen the break of the 50-day and you drop down to the 200 and you rally up. As we speak, on this date, this past week, And we're doing this on August 17th, this past week. A bunch of things held the 200-day moving average. But when you break the 200-day, and you can't get back above it, not only can nothing good happen, but only bad could happen. And what do we mean by that? Well, if you're trading below, you're in bear territory, That's what we call it. Not necessarily the 20% that they tell you about. And if you stay below it, here's how it works. And I want you to listen carefully. It's recognized. It's recognized by the big institutional, big money crowd. And it's at that point in time where you get more institutions selling. And then it's this point in time with a 50-day moving average that has been ascending, this line been ascending, rolls over and starts heading down. Remember, the 50-day moving the shorter the moving average, the quicker it can move. And turn. The longer a moving average takes a while. But once you break that 200-day, not only nothing good, but normally only bad. And the longer you stay below, the worse. So we're at the point... Where a ton of names have broken the 200-day, but the major indices have not. They're holding up, but the Russell's down 15 below the 200-day, all kinds of stocks. And you know what you're hearing from Wall Street right then and there? Well, we've seen 10 to 15% corrections forever. Don't worry. In fact, markets are so much cheaper right now. You've got to buy. Buying opportunity, it's a value. But again, for our purposes here, as we are giving you the characteristics of bear markets on how they move and how the masses react, bear with it. So things have worsened, and there's worry. There is a little good news at this point. A lot of people are turning bearish, a lot of people are worried. But since you're coming off of a bull market and you're no longer in a bull market, sentiment's different. In a bull market, remember, corrections get everybody worried, and all they do is pull back the market and they go on their merry way again. In bear markets, sentiment changes. It does not work as well, so you must recognize that bear market. All the rules have changed. In the bear market, all the rules have changed. All your rules of bull markets are gone. No longer will an upgrade from an analyst Turn your stock back up. In bull markets, bad news is good news, and good news is great news. But in bear markets, good news is bad news, and bad news crumbles. You'll see a company announce magnificent earnings and still go down. In other words, the rules have changed, and you're going to have to recognize them, or you will incur... Some serious losses. We'll go over those rules in a bit. In the second show covering this. Which you will hear on another day. So you now have the big indices, let's call it, down 12%. You got the Russell 2000 and some of the more risky ones down 18 to 20. My goodness. But we had that last year. And we had it in 16 We've had it during the 10 years. We have not had to worry about going through a real bear market. The one where we'll bring up to you the real bear market characteristics in a few. So what happens next? Some more uh uh-oh. All the usual things that move markets to the upside are no longer doing it. All of a sudden, the reason why markets topped out and got bearish was starting to get some of that news. When the market topped, you didn't hear any bad news. But deeper into this bear market, you're now starting to get some issues. Economic reports not as good. Earnings reports not as good. More importantly, reactions not as good. Up next, I will continue. Don't be depressed. This is all good stuff. Up next on Investors Edge. You are listening to Blue what, what are you waiting for? One, two, ready, now. go. Action! Investors Edge with Carrie Kalpoff. Welcome to Investor's Edge. Thanks for being with us today. Uh, We are doing a two-part special educational show on on how bull markets turn into bear markets. Characteristics of, reactions to. We've already discussed how price will break below the 50-day moving average, but everybody's cool. Don't worry, it's happened before. How more and more stocks break down, where 70% are in uptrends, then it turns into 60, 50, 40, 30, 20. Sector by sector, stock by stock goes by the wayside reactions, no big deal, Wall Street, no big deal, we've seen it before, you just got to buy, what a value here, it's cheap. But we're talking bear markets here, real ones. Not like we've seen over the last 10 years because of central banks. Not the ones that last three months and come right back up. We're talking about the ones that go through phases, legs, price, time. So get your seatbelts on as we move through the bear market, and remember don't be depressed that we're talking about bear markets use this as a weapon for the next time we have real bear markets which by the way we're doing this show in mid-august we're seeing in many areas around the globe as well as in our markets as mentioned earlier energy stocks classic bear market so major indices down 12 percent. small and mid-cap indices near 20 The talk on TV is starting to turn a little bit negative, though you have the Wall Street never turns negative ever. And then we have some characteristics show up, what we call on a technical basis. And those are those moving averages. What you will see is that 50-day moving average roll over, top, turn down. Remember, in bull markets, the 50-day moving average, which is just price, ascends. All pullbacks are contained price of a stock in a bull market will pull back into the 50 day and rally right off it sometimes to the penny it's so uncanny but as we move through the weakness the 50 day moving average rolls over the 200 day you're accounting for 200 days it does not roll over very easy it takes time so it's the 50 day we watch first and foremost where price is now below and now the 50 day starts heading south from, let's say, 10.30 on a watch down to 4.30. Well, since we have a 50-day moving average and a 200-day moving average, and the 200-day doesn't move, but the 50-day does and is coming down, what's the next thing we look for? The 50-day crossing below the 200-day moving average, a sign of bearish action. And it's at this point in time... You should have taken some action weeks ago, but of course, we've seen this before, and central banks save us. Don't worry. Everything's okay. It's just a correction. Markets have a 100 years of history. Don't be stupid and sell now. It's already down 18%, but we're talking a real bear market, kids. Amuse us. So the market drifts lower. It's now major indices are below the 200 day. Important sectors our two most important sectors, the semiconductors and financials below so many things below the 50 day break and below. What happens? Well, bear markets are not very nice. One of the main characteristics of bear markets is that the bounces and the rallies in bear markets are a lot stronger than in bull markets. Why? Because of short covering. Because once you get into bear, short sellers get enamored with themselves, they get emboldened, and they, they have very quick trigger fingers. So you get really vicious rallies. And what do these rallies do to the masses and to Wall Street? It gives them hope. bear market rallies are stronger than bull market rallies and they're vicious we coined the phrase they're sharp they're quick they make you feel good they get everybody talking about them they then suck you in and then screw you soon after one of the main characteristics of a real bear market we cannot say that loud enough We cannot begin to tell you how many people will get sucked in on bear market rallies because everybody on Wall Street is going to tell you bear market's over. But little do they know, it's just a bear market rally. Up next, on the next show, we'll wind your way through the rest of the bear and the bottom of the bear. Thanks for being here. This has been the one and only Investor's Edge. This clean edit of Investor's Edge created by Stu Lander. Follow me at twitter.com slash